There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Howdy, folks. It is Monday, February 28th, the last day of February. I'm Jacob Cohen, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Listen, normally I start this off by saying I hope everyone had a nice weekend, and it's obviously a little harder to do that given the events going on in Ukraine. Later in today's episode, we're going to talk a bit about Ukraine and the Internet's response to the invasion there. I just want to preface that by saying between recording this podcast and you listening to it, things could very well have changed on the ground over there. I hope for the better. But before we get into that, here are four things you should know. All right, first things first. If you've been alive in the past two years, you probably have heard the term remote work. Perhaps you're also acquainted with the term's cousin, digital nomad. There's this general sense that a lot of people are moving around more and more. In some cases, they are, especially people who work in tech. But big picture, Americans are actually moving around a lot less right now. Americans today who say they intend to move are actually 45% less likely to actually do so than people back in the 80s. Back in the 19th century, by the way, experts say as many as 40% of Americans were moving every year. It was madhouse. Now, less moving can be both good and bad, right? Staying put in a nice suburb is great, but staying put in a high-poverty neighborhood is probably less great. All right, number two, the latest viral app is not a game. It's not the next TikTok. It is the Bible, the King James Version Bible app specifically which was launched in 2018, but this past January got 5 million downloads on Android alone. Now, over the course of a day, a user of the King James Version Bible app may receive nearly a dozen push notifications, messages like, Jesus is my rock, God is always on time, I will never walk alone, and each one is accompanied by a four-second-long hallelujah chorus. What's interesting here is that media site Rest of World traced the app's origins to a gaming company in a shopping district in Hong Kong. All right, number three, the rent-a-cop business is booming. So New York City has this program, they've long had this program, where off-duty police officers can be hired by private businesses to stand guard. The city facilitates the service and takes a 10% fee. It's kind of like, what's it like? It's kind of like Uber for cops. And that business has boomed. It's grown 70% or so between 2017 and 2021. Made the city $3.2 million last year, which means a little under $32 million in officers' pockets. And so far this year, robberies and assaults in New York City are up 42% and 20%. So there's more crime going on. So you see more and more of these cops around businesses like pharmacies, supermarkets, and of course, nice stores and offices. Experts say the service helps give the city more police presence without actually having to pay them. But experts also say there's no evidence that shows it lowers crime rates. All right, last but not least, number four, what's the deal with artificial snow? 
So the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics saw athletes compete on fake flakes, which simply stated are made by combining water and compressed air into a snow gun that shoots them into the air where it freezes as it falls. It's very expensive, though, and Beijing doesn't get a lot of snow. So China purchased $60 million in equipment from an Italian snow company, TechnoAlpine. Now, TechnoAlpine said they expected 343 million gallons of water would be needed for the Olympics. So the, the numbers are not great here in terms of environmental concerns. Now, fake snow is, is growing in popularity. It's also used in most of the Winter Olympics. And overall, the global snowmaking systems market was worth $153 million in 2020, expected to reach 240 million by 2027. Anyways, for more interesting stories about things like the marketing gimmicks of Heinz Ketchup and a site that helps you figure out how long it'll take you to read a specific book, check out today's email. All right, let's talk Ukraine. One thing we've been following in the days since Russia launched its attacks are the numerous examples of net citizens, hardcore internet users, leveraging the internet to make a difference. So first thing, Wikipedia. You have a bunch of volunteer editors working to keep details of the invasion timely and accurate. You have Google Maps. Traffic data from Ukrainian users is helping to identify Russian troop movements. You also have netizens identifying the location of Russian oligarch yachts. Then you have groups like Anonymous, a hacker group, which is targeting Russian government sites. It also claimed responsibility for hacking into Russian state TV channels and radio stations, playing meme music and pro-Ukrainian content. Then you have Starlink. So Ukraine's vice PM asked Elon Musk on Twitter to provide internet service via SpaceX's satellite array Starlink. Musk responded that it was activated and that equipment was on the way to Ukraine. Then you have fundraising going on. Ukraine's official Twitter account set up transfers to support the country's defense, including via cryptocurrencies. Over $10 million in crypto was donated to Ukraine by around noon Eastern time on Sunday. Then you have big tech, YouTube and Facebook, banning ads on state-backed Russian channels and accounts, preventing them from monetizing. Even Ukraine's Minister of Digital Transformation is organizing an internet-based IT army for Ukraine on Twitter. And he's also been publicly calling for companies like Meta, PayPal, Viber, Netflix, Apple, Google, and more to halt their services in Russia. And of course, this is a big one. The United States, UK, Canada, and European allies said over the weekend they were going to ensure that selected Russian banks are removed from the SWIFT messaging system. So SWIFT stands for the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication. And it is a cooperative company based in Belgium whose owners include many of Europe's largest banks. The organization operates a payments network that doesn't actually exchange money, but is used to authenticate payment instructions between banks. And when Iran was ejected from SWIFT in 2012, it destroyed basically half the value of the country's oil sector, reduced annual exports from $92.5 billion to $52 billion. Now, Russia has developed its own SWIFT alternative, the System for Transfer of Financial Messages, in case this were to ever happen, which it just did. But it's not accepted globally, so that kind of defeats the whole purpose. Either way, we can only hope that all these measures obviously help folks in Ukraine and bring peace as soon as possible. On a lighter note, there have been some really incredible moments of human interaction on the internet around this story that I've come across. I think my favorite was... Someone on Twitter asked the official Ukraine Twitter account why they follow New Jersey. And in the middle of this war, 
Ukraine's social media manager found the time to respond to the tweet saying, and I quote, because they're cool. And that's it. For more on The Hustle's tech and business coverage and links to all kinds of cool stuff from around the web, check out our newsletter at thehustle.co. Thanks to our behind-the-scenes maestros Darren Clark and Matthew Brown, I'm Jacob Cohen. You've been listening to The Hustle Daily Show brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. See you tomorrow.